Hey everybody, welcome back to Voice Spark Live. I am, as always, your host, Nick, followed by Emily and Marilyn and Liam and Illinois. Tonight, Hi. hopefully, we will have uh, Ben and uh, Chris joining us if they can. Um, and if not, we'll catch them next week or the week after. We're, we're taking next week off as part of our three out of four week new format. So, Emily, you got any mm -hmm. voice first news? Yeah. So there was an article in voicebot.ai and about Alexa controlling the weight of Nordic Track's new dumbbells. Ooh. So I thought that was interesting. And yeah. I'm conflicted whether it's a good use case or not. Yeah, uh, I think it's hokey. <laughs> I think it's an interesting idea and I think it allows for more accessibility. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I do have adjust adjustable dumbbells and I think I would imagine it would take around the same amount of time to just twist the, the knob. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's kind of weird. You know what I was thinking, well, the first thing that comes to mind here whenever I look at this is, you know, uh, is that juice kind of worth the squeeze, right? So mm -hmm. you, um, you know, he's obviously saying set the weight to 10 pounds. You know, like if she misinterprets him or doesn't do it right, or if there's something that doesn't populate, now he's he's out of his groove, you know okay, what I mean? Okay, I set the weight to 10,000 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Yeah. The... I. One thing that is cool is that you can have specific weights set for uh, specific exercises. So if you say like set the weights for dump or for um, curls or something, bicep curls, um, um, it would set it out as yeah, specific. Actually, I mean, because listen, I mean, we can sit here and I, I wasn't around for, I don't know if you guys did a show when they really announced like the microwave and I don't know if you guys oh. thought that was hokey or, or whatever. I liked it, but I didn't like what it was. So I, mean, I, love, like, I love that microwave. I own one and it's really one of the best things I ever bought. Well, I think it's oh. great, but the problem is it's like really small. It is like, small. I like, mean, no, you need to just put it in everything, man. Like whirlpool, right. you know, whirlpool, low profile, $500 microwave. It needs to be in there. Like that, you know, like it shouldn't be like a, an Amazon created product. Well, I kind brand. of feel like they wanted to do more of that. And I don't know if it just didn't work out because remember they did the uh, smart oven and then like mm. they discontinued mm. the smart oven and they really haven't done any of their appliances. Yeah. So it makes you wonder if that just didn't pan out, which is really unfortunate because I, I mean, I know more and more um, like you mentioned Whirlpool. I think like the washers and stuff are, are Alexa powered now. Um, I would have to look into that, but I mean, a lot of this stuff is becoming more. Oh. Did we gain someone? We have a visitor. Yes, we did. Chris. Yeah. All right. Chris, what's up? Hey guys, I am so sorry. No, it's quite all right. Which um, thanks for joining us. <laughs> we are just talking about the smart, um, the new. Uh, a lady controlled weight uh, system by Nordic you got you got to call them smart dumbbells because that smart is the best dumbbells. Um, <laughs> oxymoron ever. What's your take on this, Chris? Do you think it's got? Do you think it's got any legs to just sit there and tell her, "Hey, set the dumbbells to ten pounds"? 
Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I could kind of see some, I, I don't know. So for, for me, like if I'm using dumbbells, I have like one set and I've never changed them out. So it's kind of like, I do have all the weights, but I'm like, this is my like go-to. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. if I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm working up to get to this level. This is where I want to be then maybe. Uh, Cause I'm, okay, I'm going to upgrade here. Is there training parts with it? Like, okay, now they automatically it looks like the guy's doing something on the screen, but here's my question. Is that screen attached to those dumbbells? Like, is that part of the apparatus? Do you get the full? Oh, no, no. I, I think it's attached to the bottom part. So, oh, well then I kind of like. The dumbbells are like on their own. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's magic. It's too late. I was too late. All right. I think oh me and Chris God. need to do our own show. I think uh, we're already, listen, I don't even know this guy. We're already on the same wavelength. This is crazy. Think this is Christmas space bones. Dude. Yes, sir. Yeah. How's it going, yeah. man? Fantastic. Yeah. So listen to this real quick. $430 for the cradle. Whoa. Yeah. That's, that's a steep. For the cradle, wow! Right. So you're gonna you're gonna be dropping a K, just getting. Oh, easily. Yeah, I I don't know, man. It's a hard pass just to have. So you're you're dropping just to pick up and drop is what you're saying. I mean, exactly. Wow, that is that's no no. I'm not giving any credit for that one. Yeah, that's <laughs> all. <laughs> I take yeah, back I just every don't nice know if it I would. There you go. I heard some credits. I got room. <laughs> I to me yeah, it I, seems like a um like just a nice thing to have like a luxury mm -hmm. item at this point. Yep. However, I do it's kind of like when the Roombas came out. I remember when they came out in 2005. Um my ex who was named Emily, no relation to this Emily, um <laughs> was like, "Liam, I really want one of those." And I'm like, "Well, that's nice. You know how expensive they are." And like it took a while, but now I've got one in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's just one of those things where i think eventually you're going to see that become more accessible to the average joe's pocketbook yeah yeah i mean as most exercise equipment becomes something else another piece of furniture um, yeah right like oh this is also the clothes hanger um, yeah yeah this treadmill rakes, makes a really good coat rack <laughs> so what would this thing turn into that's what i was trying to figure out i, I think a footstool maybe or footstool uh, yeah. uh a uh, a thing for kitty litter like you would put the you, maybe you maybe you take off the, the dumbbells maybe maybe here's what happened you need a new kitty litter box so you bought just the cradle for 430 oh. Yeah. Filled that with kitty litter, and then Dude, you there's there's on. a great meme going around, <laughs> yeah. and it's a picture of a rice cooker on a counter, and it says "Always keep your rice cooker co covered." And there's a black and white cat in the rice cooker using it as a litter box. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Emily, what do you what do you think? You had a comment. Oh, I was just gonna say, I'm I'm not sure it would affect my workout that much to the point where I would see value in it. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing too, right? Like I got to put everything in the perspective. Now to give you a little background, I bought a Coleman hot tub as a gift for myself. It's a small little thing. It's got a, it's got a heater, heats the water up and it's, it was like $550. And I think in the back what? of my mind, I'm like, okay, I need to use this thing. 551 times <laughs> to cut the total cost down to under a dollar. Like that's how my brain works. Sure. So whenever I look at something that's $430, I'm 
and you won't you don't get the weights with it you just get the crank. right <laughs> i think right. to myself like how the hell can i use that in more ways than just putting weights to it can i automate it i mean because to me that would be <laughs> it lifts really... the weights for you <laughs> no, 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 yeah. but like okay so like can i work it into a workout where like i can automate whereas my workout's going at adjust so like you know you ever see the exercise bikes where you as you pedal of course the blind guy is describing this which is great um as you pedal on the screen it shows you like terrains and um like imagery mm. and so you can actually go like on trails and stuff and as you're mm. uh pedaling it changes the resistance based on whether you're going on uphill or downhill or whatever mm -hmm. like can we work that into something as well? Whereas my exercise is going on, these things are adjusting themselves or do they not work in that way? Like, I, I don't mean, know. I don't that's know if the big that question. Way, but is, I like is, it, is there like a scenario where you could be like, I'm lifting a small goat and now it's a, you know, like what's the, I mean, well, that's when we work it into VR where work. you actually see the goat in front of you. <laughs> Well, no, I think, okay, now I don't know if there's a way to do this, but let, let's think uh, scientifically about it, right? What if the machine was able to detect, your body was able to detect through heart rate and all the other uh, um, markers that they have through these smart health devices, that you're picking up the dumbbell and it's easier now. So then right. the dumbbell automatically compensates the next time you pick it up. That's what and, I'm thinking. Too. And, right. she comes on and she says, Hey, listen, man, you've been doing 25s and it's getting too easy. We're going to 30. And then you could obviously override her. I mean, this isn't high now, uh, how now 9,000 here, but you know, you could, you could do that. I, I think that would be cool. But yeah, you know, yeah. You know, this thing though, it's just going to have some guy on there telling you how Buffy is and, you know, and oh, yeah, hey, put another 60 on there. Like the, the Bowflex. Yeah. So, Liam, do you got any uh, voice first news you want to share? Yeah. I don't have anything voice first. I mean, there's obviously there's a small acquisition that Microsoft made this week, and that was kind of interesting. Uh, you know, they spent a couple bucks uh, picking up a couple small companies there. Um <laughs> There was a, a cool thing about, um, so it, it's not voice first, but I thought it was kind of neat because it's techie, uh, mm. and I'll keep it to like 30 seconds. So uh, the Australian Open this year is going on. For those who don't know, I'm a closeted tennis fan. Love tennis. Uh, I don't know why. Just do. But mm -hmm. um, they are testing out something this year where they're doing a spatial audio overlay on the Australian mm -hmm. Open radio channel, and um, it will actually do spatial audio for where the ball is on the court. Uh, it's got sounds for when the ball hits the ground. Uh, there's different beeps for whether the ball is hit with a forehand or backhand. And uh, all of this is done in spatial audio. So you can actually tell where the ball actually is at all times. And it gives you a really good idea of where the players are moving, where the ball's going, if the ball's over the line, if it's near a line, if it's hit the net. Um, really cool technology. I don't know how it's being done but it's really fascinating and i've been geeking out over it all week so there you go that's all that's all i got it's cool it kind of takes out some of the sport of it right like with baseball you know they have mm -hmm. they have the referees and so as a as somebody that's blind that listens to sports right imagine being able to like know where that uh basketball is because yeah. if you've ever watched basketball on tv they don't talk about the game yeah but, but what if i could have like a bloop, where the ball's moving 
And as the ball is tossed up in the air, there are sounds to indicate that we could do it. I mean, we can already do it in hockey because all the pucks are tracked. Sure. They've got sensors mm. in them. That's now, didn't Nike design I, this is probably about 10 years ago, but didn't they have a thing going on where they designed like soccer balls that had chips in them, uh, like a football that had a chip in it? And yeah. then it would tell you how fast yeah. you threw. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. That shit is cool. I yeah. like yeah. that. And I mean, they, and they've, like I said, they've got the puck tracking tech in NHL now that they're using for statistics and <clears throat> for betting, because why not? Um, but all these sports now, all the, you know, the, the balls <laughs> have um, stuff in them to, you know, get other statistics. So why can't we leverage that into yeah. audio? Can you imagine the type of like shock absorbing would need to be in a puck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have to be like, oh my um, gosh. it would have to be some sort of like, um, almost like a grain of rice. Oh, yeah. are you talking like, about like what they size. put in the puck? They yeah. have to be, yeah. I mean, like because yeah. they, when they hit a puck, I mean that's a that's a quite a well, force. yeah. But a puck is a solid vulcanized piece of rubber. I have a huge stack of them downstairs. From I'm sure. a big Chicago Wolves fan, so I've collected them. But, but it, the 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 element itself would need room to breathe, right? It would have to have some sort of a, a way to communicate. Not really. I would imagine it's sort of a low power thing. They probably put things around to track the signal. Sure. Oh, sure. close and, by. Yeah. Yeah. And pucks are a dime a dozen. So they just load these things up with these little sensors. Sure. I mean, pucks don't last. I mean, you know, they end up going into the crowd. They end up getting yeah. tossed out. Sure. Yep. Um, they just add it on. <laughs> and I would assume that they probably just put sensors around the rink and then it does sort of like a low power tracking the distance and stuff. Sure. Yeah, and the they use all that them. data to track the speed of the puck, the acceleration, what direction it's going in. I, I, I'm assuming so. Very cool. Nice. Because I think they put the stuff on the players now, too, um, to actually track the players' movements, like in their jerseys or whatever. There's like little chips or something. Sure. Wow. So, Chris, moving on to you. um, I actually got to meet Chris yesterday. That's so awesome. (laughs) Face-to-face, handshake, and I loved it. It was awesome. It was a great time. Yeah. And uh, we were both at the voice, uh, uh, the voice of gaming conference. And I was not in, invited, uh, and I'm a little salty. In Austin, Tennessee, yes, Liam was not invited. Wait, Austin, Tennessee, or Austin, Texas? Uh, Austin, Texas. I'm getting them. I'm getting everything mixed I was up. To say, if you went to Austin, Austin Tennessee, I'm glad. Austin, Tennessee. Um, but um, bottom line is, uh, we went there. Uh, there was uh, a good crowd there. We hung out with Bradley Metrock. We hung out with some uh, some people from Marvel and some other people oh. uh, from some other different uh, different companies that were there. Um, ben Auckland from Cage, uh, he was there. Um, so yeah, it was good. Uh, Emily Bender, uh, she was there, and um, we had a good time. What do you think, Chris? Uh, what was your What was your experience like? Yeah, I had so many cool takeaways from it, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, talking to Emily Bender about her uh, wealth voice, um, really cool idea, concept about getting like just a, you know, portfolio kind of online as part of your like even a flash briefing. It's like uh, what's going on, um, even like hints about the market and things that you could do with it. Um, mm-hmm. Smart. Uh, it's really smart. Uh, really, really uh, an interesting take on that. Um, the deep gram people were were really cool to kind of how that they they take the sound um you know uh, 
you know, speech to text in games like Call of Duty and things like that. And then they kind of isolate like problem players yep. um, when it comes to bullying and things like that. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, um, it was pretty his cool. slides were funny though because he was like, they were like over the top stuff that they showed, and like you didn't really need to show. <laughs> it was, it was like I found it funny. I'm like, oh, okay, that's a good thing to call somebody. Um, okay, and <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. Deep Graham was cool. Uh, yeah, Ben Ackland, that voice first um, spaceport thing he came up with. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of really cool things. I, actually, my takeaway from that spaceport thing was was amazing. His demo of interacting with like the spaceship and this unit, uh, this computer called Elvin, mm-hmm. and he could naturally speak to it. Um, it was like, oh, hey, Elvin, I think I'm going to put it over here. No, I'm going to put it over here. And it understood what he meant. Um, and and voice hasn't gotten there yet. You know, it's kind of like, oh, I said the wrong thing. I did not understand what you said. Please try again, you know. But it wasn't that. It actually, like, took the fact that he said this and went a different route and, and took the content out of that and gave him the right response. Um, that's awesome. The demo I, was fantastic. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I had to take off about 3 o'clock. How, did you stay any longer? Like, what, what time did you guys bounce yeah. out? I think I stayed just a couple hours. My flight was, uh, like, a couple, you know, like a few hours after yours. So, yeah, I stayed for a couple hours later. Um, it, it, yeah, just, just sit around talking. Um, did anybody uh, else show up? Yeah, uh, no, no, it, it started, it started just getting more little, little involved conversations. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Tim that, that was there too. Uh, I, and I forgot, uh, the company he's with out of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, they did the, uh, nonfiction narratives, uh, for, for voice, really cool company too. Um, I had a great dialogue with him about like, you know, how, how, uh, you know, audiobooks kind of capture one sense if you could get involved with it a little bit more, like what would that look like? You know, um, it's a, it's an interactive space. Um, so really, really cool, cool conversations. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I had a good time. I, um, yeah. I presented uh, a little bit on Fabella and uh, talked about that and talked about the Bard's Tale and um, yeah, it was a good experience. And I think, uh, I think once, I think once April comes around, this is a nice pregame for uh, for Project Voice. Now, Chris, how far away are you from Chattanooga? You got to be pretty close, right? I, th- I think I'm two hours away. I, oh, I think I've never been much. to Chattanooga, so I don't know. I've only been here for three months, so I'm not, I don't even know if I'm around too much. Yet. <laughs> I've been down the I'm street. Like, you know? Been in Nashville a few times, uh, and then uh, so that's about it. But yeah, no, I, I do want to go down Chattanooga. I'm excited about that event in. In, in May, um, the voice event. What are the yeah. dates uh, of that? I think the dates are April 25th through 28th. Oh, yep. okay. So that's that's like okay. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to be attending, so I'm super excited oh, awesome. <laughs> to actually <Yeah>. meet people. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, right? Like, I see these heads, and I had no idea how tall Nick was. I was, I was like, yeah. I was like oh, hey. And then, and then, and then um, um, <laughs> it's just like, it's just so funny because I see Nick here. I'm like, oh, you must be like 5'7". Yeah. So, <laughs> It's like six foot something. Really? I would have I would have expected Nick was some short little dude. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm six three. Do. I'm six three. Yeah, yeah, I did not expect that. Did we not. should you know what we should do is where our names are, put like our body dimensions. Six three, <laughs> two hundred and thirty pounds. I don't know, man. <laughs> Just so <laughs> I'm a foot shorter than you. <laughs> You're five three, Emily? I'm five three. Oh, cool. I'm like five seven. 
Sob. My husband's 6'3", though. Wow. Oh, yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, so uh, there, there was another thing that happened today. Um, so I get this buzz on my phone. and It's like the parlor walls hasn't tweeted in, in a while, and they just sent a tweet. Do you want to check it out? So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'll check it out. And it was um, he put on there that um, Catherine Prescott isn't going to be doing the voice brew newsletter anymore. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So I thought bad. that was pretty interesting. I wanted to bring that up. Chris, do you know anything about that? Have you heard about it? I haven't heard about it. No, no. It, it was, it, it was sort of like, uh, she did it for about three or four years. Um, well, it's 2022, three years. Um, essentially it was, uh, given tips and how to use your device and all this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. Oh. And I, I think on a certain level, well, I always, you know, I told Emily this today. I said, you know, I think that, um, you know, she recently, she, from what I know, she recently had a kid. So maybe that had something to do with it. I mean, these well, things... also the newsletter was going out every day, every weekday, like five days a week. That's a so... Holy shit. That's a, yeah. That's a, that's a lot, yeah. <laughs> so that's a now lot that's of content crazy. to put out. And then you have to have a tip for uh, for Amazon and Google. Yeah. And then any other news or content. So it's, I, I imagine it would, it was a lot to manage. I, 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 got, I got burnt out from trying to do like a monthly newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> this is exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, a daily thing, I, I couldn't even imagine that. Yeah. I, I got it in my inbox for the last like couple months. And yeah, wow. it's, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That is a lot. Um, you know, it's funny you bring that up because, you know, we're starting to do YouTube shorts on, on every Monday, mm -hmm. launching them. And I've got nine here on my wall and I'm thinking like, okay, cool. I've got nine, nine shorts that I need to create. Perfect. That's two and a half months. But then I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, dude, that's nothing. Like, what am I going to do after these nine are up? Like, yeah, that's I'm, where I'm like that too with Poptail Weekly. I'm like, I'm running out of stuff. <laughs> What yeah. am I gonna do? Yeah. yeah, you could just do a whole series on space bounce. I mean, you could just do <laughs> just a just a month coverage, just just beginning to end. Space bones <laughs> weekly. Just a weekly slash cocktail slash. Space I just want to say really quick. I want to say without saying because you know it's up. Chris is making cool stuff, and and I'm excited. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. And that and was I was paid to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting? Just like I told Chris and I also told Tim, I said, you know, hey, give me some social media posts. Let me put those out for you. Maybe somebody else from our channels will see it that's different. And there you go. You know, we, yeah. uh, you know, we're all about spreading the wealth a little bit. So, yeah, no, for sure. But tonight, being that we're coming up on the 20th minute and we've gone through uh, all of our news in the 20th minute. And we we've ironically cursed, which is great for tonight's topic. Uh, which is kid skills. It's awesome. <laughs> so I didn't pick a, I didn't pick a kid's uh, skill. Liam and Emily did, but I do have a kid skill story that I want to tell you. So I created a skill back in the day called CSA, which was a simple take on the original toy CSA. The CSA, pull, yeah. Yeah. You pull the lever the cow goes, moo, and then you do it again. You ever do that thing where you tap it? And if you tap it really lightly, like no one would notice, but you could make it like the cow says, meow. No. 
I became um, like an expert at that. You had to just like nudge it slightly because it was a record. Oh. And the toy. So you could like nudge it. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you what. I got a video from a guy whenever I was doing this. And he was like, look, my kid is severely autistic and he loves your skill. And he sent me like a 30 second video of his kid playing the skill and enjoying it. Isn't that the coolest thing? Oh, that's it, amazing. It was awesome. Yeah, I've, so, I've had similar experiences with stuff that I built. And it's is the most if you've never made something or maybe you've made something, but you've never it's, it's hard to describe. But is the most fulfilling thing when when your skill or your game touches someone's life in that way? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and I feel like we need to capitalize on that more yes. in general because yep. yep. like people don't see that aspect of it, no. and it's I think it's an so important feeling. to highlight. Yeah, I yeah. made a game. Um, so my my claim to fame is that I've made the first ever audio platformer for the blind, kind of like Mario. Um, and uh, of course, because I'm apparently egocentric, uh, it's called Super Liam. <laughs> that's okay i listen i laughed at myself too but anyways um a friend of mine whose kid was like five used to like to watch him play games and you know his dad was blind so he liked to see what his dad was doing and um so he goes hey can you call my son for his birthday so the character actually called him for his birthday and like you know talked to him like he was the character from the hmm. game Oh, wow. And it, it was like the coolest thing ever because he's like, dude, you just made his day. I'm like, sure. this is like his favorite birthday ever. That's it's amazing. the little things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. Some people forget either. You know? I mean, it's like, yeah. It's yeah. Like a, yep. yeah, that's a big one. That's cool. So the first skill we're going to talk about tonight is a Barbie. You can be anything. And uh, this was something interesting that Emily pointed out. It's made by Sony Pictures Television. Yeah. I was not expecting that. Yeah. That was, so uh, that interesting <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a lot wild. of skills have they because i know they did didn't they who they've did done jeopardy, jeopardy. Mm -hmm. and then... they just took uh they just took trebek off jeopardy oh really apparently it's not his voice anymore what are you talking oh. about guys well, off, off the jeopardy skill oh off the jeopardy skill yeah oh, wow. oh dude you can't do that oh. i know i i, I, I won't play it anymore I, I I can't. My my girlfriend was like, "What are you talking about? Did you we need hear to like, they took?" You know, I'm like, "Oh, that's horrible." That I think horrible. I kind of think we need to, you know, I don't know, start a petition or something. Bring back Alex. Could you? <laughs> hey. Well, I wonder if that's because he's like because he passed away. Yeah, maybe no, they, left him, they left him. They left him up there for like a year, though. So I wonder oh, if they needed other weird. things that had to be recorded. Ah, but well, let me ask you this: Do you think it will be inappropriate to? Because you know, uh, Will is working this to try to get Jeff Blankenberg on the show on the third. I wonder if he would oh, be sweet. thinking about that, like why they did that. And who's the new I voice? Is it is it Ken Jennings? Is I haven't checked. Um, I'm not sure, and I don't have it hooked up to the board. I just think um, it would have been nice to just let it stay Alex Trebek. I, I agree. I yeah. because they, and again know. they may have had a logistical reason to do it, sure. but right. it is yeah. unfortunate because yeah, it's like that's to me that's always gonna be Jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Of course. But again, they may have had to record some new prompts and it, you can't exactly get them to do it. So I think yeah. Kevin Evans is in the chat. Kevin, what do you think about this? Do we keep Alex or don't we? Let's see if he let's see if he types in his response. <laughs> I also know I want to know what I want to know what Cole thinks too. Cole, yeah. Cole, what do you think? All right. So let's open it up. Uh, let's start it. Yeah, this is important. Open <laughs> Barbie. <laughs> Oh. Oh, hold on. All right. Let me tell you how to get help. We need to determine the type of animal. I'll describe the pet, and you can help me guess the kind of animal. This pet is fairly small and fluffy. What kind of animal do you think it is? A hedgehog. A penguin. <laughs> a dog. I wish that were correct. Here's a hint for you. This animal has a tail and whiskers. What is this animal? My axe. <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't say that. You a pig. Didn't hear that. <laughs> oh, so it is. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the one thing I hate about using this Fire TV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I press it more than once. A cat. I think that's it. I think we got it. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to accept it. It, it didn't Is stay it? lit long enough. Um, oh, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Hey. Yes. Me too. I would like to get a better sound of the heartbeat. Let's keep listening. He said, "Keep Alex." Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Cole also wagged his tail. So no. That, means keep. <laughs> that was just a little test. Glad you got it right. I think I'm hearing something, but it's very quiet. But keep listening. Do you hear a heartbeat? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can hear something. <laughs> Oxygen box. Said it would have been cool if they used Alex Trebek for the voice of Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll prove. Yes. Butcher's knife. <laughs> I would have much preferred Mr. Feeney instead of Barbie. Clippers. A hammer. Maybe the fur trimmer isn't the best way to go right now. No. Using the scissors is the best option right now. Okay. Let's use the scissors to trim the hair around the gun. Why did you ask, right? I mean, why do you ask? 
I don't know. The fur trimmer? It said bandage. Fur trimmer? That's what I would have picked too. Okay. Right. The trimmers are going to make noise. But don't worry. This is going to happen. Ow. You hear the cat? It's like, yeah. <laughs> 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 Okay. We solved our pet issue, but they could really use a treat. We can give the cat a fish-flavored cat treat, or we can give the cat a chicken-flavored cat treat. Which should we use? Chicken-flavored. A perfect snack for our patient. I have a treat just for our pet patient. I know they'll love it. Ken's like, stay away from my hair, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You have. Then you know how this feels. I never know what to do to get them to go away. Magnificent. No. They stopped. They're gone. <laughs> that was great. Now see, this is cool. This is cool. Actually, it kind of is. Yeah. Well, what you're seeing on the screen, Liam, well, I'm is not seeing anything, but yeah. <laughs> Is actual Barbie dolls? Oh, that's really cool. Set yeah. up like a veterinarian. Oh, that's yeah. cool. And, and you get like a badge with a one of the two like. Yeah. Barbers. No. And then they have other tracks too that you can do, which is pretty cool. That's true. Oh. Track. Yeah. Barbie for the win. Turn off. <laughs> I I think I'm always gotta have the last word. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think overall it's good. That is really I cool. think so too, yeah. Like, I think yes. it's done really well and I think it's set up well for like getting people back on track. Yeah. Um and just like taking them through the experience. And I, I think that's really cool. Especially kids. Yeah. yeah. Kid, mm -hmm. Especially, I have to imagine voice stuff is very difficult for kids. And I like the voice actor, actress too. Um, yes. I think she yeah. does a really good job. She does. Yeah, that was right on. And you yeah. couldn't do the Alexa voice. You couldn't do any of the no. different. Exactly. Do you think I should use clippers? Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be a lot cheaper of a build, but yeah, no. No, oh, yeah, for sure. You need Not that energy. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's got to be. Um, I'm a so, big, I've always been a big proponent of actually having voice actors and actresses. Like, I, I feel like you have to. It just yeah. it feels better, doesn't it? Yeah. I, it does. I, I, it's, I, more, it's way it's, more natural. You know what's yeah. a good show? It came out one season. It's a Barbie show. It's called Barbie Life in the Dream House. My kids yeah. watch it a, a good bit. And the show's kind of funny because it kind of parodies itself because Barbie is actually a Barbie doll. She's not like a woman. Oh. And, and, and it, but everybody's Barbie dolls in there, you know? And like Ken's trying to like do his hair, but his hair is like plastic. 
<laughs> so it's not like he can do his hair. So it's it's kind of funny. And um, there's one episode where her friend comes. Uh, her friend's name's Midge or Marge or something. But she's in black and white because it was Barbie's first friend. Oh, fine. Back oh in like gosh. the 50s. It's awesome. oh so then she, she gets colorized. So, you know, she's like, you know, she gets colorized and she's got like normal tones and stuff. But there's a lot of like kind of like adult themed overtones. But it's definitely it's definitely a kid show. It's just something that like adults could get a kick out of because there's some adult jokes in there. I but love stuff like that. that. <laughs> it's, but it only lasted one season. That's so. too bad. Yeah. Oh. Um, we will bring Kevin, it back for you. Kevin again said had a decent age range target as well for kids. Could mm-hmm. see that for ages four to fourteen ish. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely a good age range there. They're casting with a wide net. Um, the next one we want to take a look at is Blue's Clues. Blue's yeah. Clues and you. And I am and proud to say I enjoy this. You show. Love Blue's Clues. <laughs> That's fantastic. Did you guys see the Macy's, uh, the Thanksgiving parade? And they had the Blue's Clues thing. And they oh, had and they whole, had all three of them? Yeah. The old Steve was on there. Yeah. It was like, what if they made a movie where they had like all three Peter Parkers in it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it, was awesome. it was like a crossover <laughs> episode. It was like awesome. Yeah. We have a request to turn up the um, device, device audio. audio? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm going to try. I think I have it cranked. I uh, I do have it cranked. Essentially, what I do is I, I... – don't worry about it. We're we have to get it. we have to yeah. get Nick into the 21st century so he can, like, pipe his audio straight in. Yeah. yeah. I, I could say one thing about the Barbie thing is I, I did – I mean, look, uh, I know, and uh, the whole vid- display thing is so big right now. I mean, we were kind of looking at the same image throughout that whole process with the arrows, like the yeah. choices. It was kind of that the whole time. And, and I'm not saying that you need to build something for every frame or every scene, but it could have been like, here's the cat with the hair, with the with chunk the, of hair, the gum in the hair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I, I think you know, that's a good point. And it, it wouldn't yeah. have been taken that much to build out those visuals. And I think right. it definitely added a ton. But 1900 yeah. reviews, hey, I, I shouldn't really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, open Blues Clues. Have you seen my daughter? She's looking for you too. I remember having this intro. Oh, it must have a video intro or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Man, this is uh, sensory overload. I played this on a speaker, so it was a little different. That was awesome. That was good, good yeah. You are just who we were hoping to play with. Right, Blue? Nick. Nick is here. Talk so Blue and I can hear you. Okay, ready? Say hi to Blue. Hi, Blue. Bye-bye. Nice. <laughs> did, did he you say bye-bye? Really good at this. Me and Blue will take about 10 minutes, you know? I was just about to read a story to Blue because we're having 
Story time! I love story time. Want to have story time with us? Yes. Hmm. It sounds like there are animals, like pigs and cows. When do we usually see pigs and cows? The farm or the city? The farm. Yeah, Blue's at the farm. I thought you got a text message from it there. <laughs> we get to. Whoa, so good to be back at the farm. A-I-E-I-O. Ooh, listen. This pig has Blue's paw print on it. It's our first clue. Oh. You know what we need? Our handy dandy. Notebook, Notebook Nick. <laughs> I was waiting for him. No, he was waiting for you. <laughs> See, that's what, I, that's what I love about this skill. It's like an episode, but it's like you're actually interacting with it. Yeah, yeah. And the visuals are great. They're just drawings of like things. Every, every scene's got a, its own element. It's pretty cool. That beginning, they sold me on it there. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you want to look for the next clue? In the garden or near the toy box? You can also tap the... The toy box. Oh, cool. Let's look near the toy box. Come on. You can tap stuff on the screen, too. Oh, you can. Yeah, he just he was saying that, that, and then awesome. Nick cut him off. He's like, you can yeah. also tap. That's really cool. Very cool, yeah. That touch of that stuff. See, I didn't know that because I played this on a regular speaker. But I will tell you, on a regular speaker, it's still fully featured. Awesome. Oh, wow. So they did an amazing job uh, adapting it. Yeah. Uh, but what is it? Let's listen to the sound of It's a wolf. Yeah, a wolf. It's a big... oh, we need to put this clue. In our handy-dandy notebook. No, well, the clue is on something really heavy and red. Listen. Huh. Piece of chalk. <laughs> the thinking chair. The thinking chair. Oh, oh, that's what it is. Mm. Oh, come on, man! Come on, man! <laughs> you broke blues clues. The thinking chair. Hmm. Oh, bricks! Oh, I'm sorry. They're on bricks. Oh gosh! I'm come sorry. on, Nick! You got a pig, a wolf, and bricks. You know what story this is? It's Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been obvious. So, yeah. Turn off. Oh, okay. Thanks again for all your. Whoa, work. that was almost like a. <laughs> oh, okay. Anytime you want. And be sure to catch more blues, clues, and you on Nickelodeon. Bye. Um, all right. What did you guys think about that? 
I want to go play now. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah. I, and, and Liam said that I'm sure it's a different track on the audio only advice. Yeah, sure. it's, it's done a little bit differently, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's done. So they do a lot more listening puzzles sure. mm-hmm. where there's a lot more name the sound and, and like they, oh. it, it's the way that they did that is amazing. Yeah, that's seamless. Wow. Yeah, it really, it truly is. Cool. Yeah, I mean, so the visual, just so you know, Liam, we had like a grayed out, like blurry wolf. And then it was like, okay, what is this animal? So yeah, um, then we picked it. But yeah. That is I, so cool. I thought it was cool. I, I thought that like from the beginning, like those kind of things get me pumped. I used to love video games in the early 90s. Especially when you had like, the cool intro. Yes. Especially like Sega CD, uh, 3DO. Oh yes. Um playstation playstation especially that's where they really started pushing the full like fmv stuff yeah i whenever whenever you got to a position where you had a video that was explaining awesome to you and like making it feel like a movie like you're part of it that was awesome yeah sega cd it was was that right it was like this all of a sudden you're in the clip you know oh my gosh yeah you're like oh man this happened you know a a diehard was another one that did that the the original diehard game where it was like now something's happening. Like, oh, now I'm gonna play. Now I'm jump right in it. Yeah, it's awesome. That yeah, it was good. I I love that. I I love that about video games. That's one of the reasons why, um, you know, I was I was able to play the Bard's Tale as long as I did because of the fact that the backgrounds changed, mm-hmm. and um, and all that other stuff. Uh, Philip Baker wants to know when's your next crazy party. Um, don't know, Philip. Good week. question. <laughs> Probably <laughs> next next week. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you can tell, we have a few people watching from my channel. Hi, all you guys, and uh, this is a little different than what you're used to, but um, this is a weekly show all about uh, audio first technology, voice first yep. technology, voice first stuff. Voice so, first. with that being said, we are coming up on 46 minutes. Like to keep it at about the 46 minute mark. Final thoughts, Emily. You got anything to pass? Um, I guess if you have a skill or action that you want to submit for review, uh, go to our website, voicebark.live. Yep. yep. And, uh, yeah. And you can nominate skills too and actions. Yep. Feel free to, uh, Chris, what do you think? Oh, awesome. I mean, first of all, these kids games are fantastic. And I'm just I'm watching these major, major companies get into put money and sink into development into these. Um, that's just a really good sign that there's so much potential here still. There's so much room to grow. And I see these things, I just get inspired. Like, oh, okay, cool. That This is really coming around. People like, are I can do that. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. a good kind, good kind of inspiration. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liam, final thoughts? Um, no, I've, I've really had a fun time. Uh, I'll miss you guys next week, but please make sure that you tune into Space Bones Weekly uh, next Wednesday at <laughs> 7 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> and um, next week we're taking the week off, but yep. after that we'll be back February 3rd. And um, February 3rd we will have, uh, hopefully have uh, the Chief Technical Evangelist for Amazon Alexa, Jeff Blankenberg, on our show. Oh, wow. Very cool. Yep. Sweet. So there is a possibility that that's happening. Oh, if we could right. do that, that'd be cool. Yeah, it'd be real cool. I'd love to have you on with him, uh, Liam, because yes. I think that I think that's gonna, you know, definitely tie some, you know, tie up some loose ends, you know. Oh, I mean? I'd love to meet him. I think it would be yeah. a pleasure. 
Okay, cool. So with that being said, is everybody ready for the outro? Yeah. yeah.